You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Good day, everybody. This is Ryan with Business Stories, and I'd like to welcome my new guest, Joe Green, who is business development uh, for the Las Vegas Chamber of Commerce here in Las Vegas, our current hometown. Joe, thank you for being here. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. So give us a little bit of background um, uh, of you and your business experience here in Vegas. Uh, So I've been in Vegas over 15 years, and most of my business and experience has been in advertising and marketing. Uh, I've explored uh, everything from radio to print, but mostly digitally, and that comes all the way from the very beginning. So in 2005, when I came to Las Vegas, it was right about the time that smartphones was going to come out, and and it was a good opportunity for me to get to the business community and start at the ground level to teach them how to use Google and what it all meant to have a website. So yeah, that's where I started. And then as time went on, I, I transitioned into different roles as consulting and, and still keeping digital marketing and advertising. And now more recently and with the Vegas Chamber, I'm playing that larger role where the, the small, medium-sized businesses and even large businesses still need that. But now I'm connecting those businesses together to share that common uh experience. Yeah, that's great. And I know in this town, you know, a lot is always changing and evolving. Businesses are coming in, technology is changing. Um, What have you seen sort of happen in the last, you know, I don't know, 10 or so years since you've been here? Have you seen anything, anything new, anything different? Uh, What's been happening in terms of just business trends that you see? Uh, You know, when the housing market uh, crashed, I guess you can say, in 2007, people for about a year just didn't know what to do. I mean, yeah. builders were leaving, uh, people were losing their jobs because there were so many people in mortgage and loans and so forth that were uh, just stepping out of it. And at that time, I was managing sales teams in this market and others. And uh, I had a lot of mortgage people uh, reach out for sales jobs. And I think it was just kind of a panic because at that point, a lot of people in the gaming industry on the side were selling houses or or whatever the case might be. Right. Um, But then as that subsided and as we started to see ourselves uh, going to 2010, 11 and 12, I saw digital advertising really take off here in Las Vegas because the economy um, really needed it. The service industry has really picked up over the last 10 years. Uh, Gaming really became, yes, it's still influential, number one, but it's really not as dominant as it once was. And that started in the early 2010, 11, 12. So I think advertising and marketing, branding, and just that sort of piece has really taken off. And and now it's not just advertising online. Now it's applications and and now it's uh, APIs and plugging in the websites and the edge and AI. Yeah, and all the things that go along with technology and blockchain, those are constantly becoming hot on the radar with the city because the city has an initiative to bring people in, train them, certify them, put them on the map as far as coding and all the things that Nevada needs because we've been way behind it from the very beginning of Vegas and as fast as it's grown, the infrastructure hasn't been there and that includes the, uh, the talent and the people that are training. So that's kind of where I think it's gone now as it's exploded, now we see what the future is, and now we're catching up. And I think we're finally getting to that point where we're ready to take the next step. And I think, you know, going back to your point about back in 2008, 2009, when things really, you know, tanked, and we look at last year with COVID, and what's interesting, what happened with our city is, you know, hospitality 
took a drop. Um, you know, people couldn't go out. People were not working. They were laid off. But the one thing that kept businesses still out there was digital marketing. What, what did you see at that point? Did you, did you see some people taking more interest in digital marketing channels and figuring out ways to innovate during the COVID shutdown? Um, a uh, couple things. So uh, I think a lot of businesses tried to find ways to manage their um, what they normally do for businesses. An example, the um, the event space. Many of those people lost their businesses over it because they were 100% dependent on hospitality. And then there were some larger event spaces that uh, uh, were able to pivot and do vir virtual things, and yeah. that taught them some other skills. But the the um, the digital element of it, not so much. I think a lot of people wanted to re envision and, and go back to rebranding those that could. Uh, they would invest in a different website or an updated this or that. And and um, so for at the end of it, people were just they were um, discouraged. But I think that they were also optimistic that they gave them a time to kind of take a step back and take a breath. So as much as it was a bad thing, many businesses actually thrived. Like the home industry probably did better than any other because rates went down and, and uh, it made it easier. Right. So what, what sort of initiatives does the chamber take? Um, I mean, let's look at where business is now. You know, if you're, if you're a new business coming into Las Vegas, which is happening all the time, what is the value or benefit of getting involved with the chamber? I know there's a lot of events, but what sort of directions are they going and taking to help businesses, especially coming out of this particular situation in our city, which COVID really, really hurt us a lot in terms of employment and business in general. So do you have any ideas or what do you think the yeah. newer plans are for to kind of re, you know, rebirth our, our business, you know, uh, initiatives? Yeah. So um, during COVID, we too had uh, an opportunity to kind of reevaluate what was valuable and, we recognize with the couple hundred webinars that we did on all different topics that that was vital. And we recognize that that's still an element that is needed. So we're becoming more nimble and we're looking to do more things and, and networking in person has been a huge piece of what people always yearn for, but the chamber is so much more than that today. And um, we always are going to have a loud voice in government affairs and advocacy. And we have one of the larger uh, voices in the country and we're one of only four chambers in the country that represents the state at, from a legislative um, part with uh, nonprofits and and other uh, trade organizations. So with that being said, um, it gives us the freedom to be to take our name and put Vegas and Chamber in the same sentence and do some creative things. And you know, one of those right now is I work with the international space. So when people come in for trade shows or when they have questions about doing business in the United States or Nevada because it's such a business friendly state, right. uh, it gives me an opportunity to put Vegas Chamber out there and because everybody in the world knows what Vegas is and everyone in the world knows what a chamber is. So if somebody's looking to get some business advice or some counsel or, or some direction, that's what, kind of where we start. And then of course we offer a lot of um, services for businesses that can't afford to do down their own like retirement plans or healthcare or you know, health insurance. Um, we have an, an employment hub. If you need employees, we can help you find those. If you want a coaching program, we've got somebody. So really when you start looking at all the soft benefits that businesses need to, to hire, especially in this climate, the chamber is a real good source for that. So um, everyone that joins the chamber joins for primarily to connect 
Correct. And uh, and that's what we do the best uh, job at, I think. So whether you're you're wanting to connect with another business or you want to connect with somebody that's in city level about licensing, there's usually somebody that we have internally that can help you connect that person. So um, I, I think the chamber is, if you can look at it today, it's not so much what most people would have considered the chamber even 10 years ago. It's more the Vegas Chamber is a business resource center offering right. just about every service you can think of, including you know, connecting. And we know that hiring has been a challenge all around. So what sort of, I guess, benefits or what help can you provide when it comes specifically to hiring? Because it seems like these days, especially as we got into COVID over the last 24 months, um, hiring has been a, a challenge over overall everywhere. So mm-hmm. can you tell us a little yeah. bit about where you're helping in that area? Yeah, so... Um the state of Nevada has a partnership with the Department of Education, Training and Rehabilitation and Workforce Development with the uh, chamber, uh, uh, LBGEA here in town and uh, the libraries. So they have these branches that are set up where they staff them with uh, workforce development uh, folks and the uh, they have a director in each location and each director manages the team that will uh, take on any requests from a business. So the business, for example, will ask, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking for, for a pipeline to create a pipeline for my restaurant. Yeah. And uh, right now I'm struggling. And could you help me with that? So they'll sometimes put job fairs together. Sometimes they'll connect them with resources the state offers or the city offers. So they literally have a network of people working for them. So they don't have to post something on Indeed and hope that they get a response. Um, so I, I think that there isn't one recipe, but they do offer, um, like if you, if you hire somebody, um, with uh, like hope for prisoners, for example, they'll bring a, a plan to the table from the state level that'll give you an incentive to bring them in and train them and, and have their um, salary or their wages paid for for I think 90 days. So there, that is one program, but there are many others like that. So we marry a bunch of those programs together, and then of course uh, make it easy by you know, connecting them for them. That's great. So, you know, what, based on your experience with all the people you've talked to and all the business owners you have connections with, do you have an idea of kind of where, where things are going from here? If we took, if we take a look in the future, you know, if you've got a crystal ball two, three, four, five years from now, what, what's your prediction for where maybe Las Vegas could be headed in terms of business and industry? I know there's a lot of tech initiatives going on and we're really catching up there. So what's, what's your opinion on the future? Um, I think we're at this point now where the community is large enough where they need to kind of, they being the city, need to look at the city as a whole and say, okay, how can we bring them all together? How can we get everyone to kind of rally around one or two things and say, here's our cultural fiber, here's here's who we are as a a city, and then build that economy and that commerce around it. And I think that's happening through technology. I think with the technology and and the things over the years, I know AT&T used 5G as a test in this market along with two other ones in the country. And because of the uniqueness of the in the makeup of the city with tourism coming all the time the city's never off uh it gives them a a real good um test tube opportunity so i think from that standpoint in the next five or or ten years you're going to see a lot more integration with small medium-sized businesses getting involved with that level of technology that you see um, on the strip or some of the gaming uh companies uh, use and the city is going to be central to that. They already are talking about uh, artificial intelligence, uh, IoT, Internet of Things, and and the, a lot of those technologies are being developed so that the city can develop in, around it. And, and much of the business world doesn't know that in Vegas. And I think 
once that comes online, they're going to realize, wow, blockchain, I had no idea I could use our cryptocurrency. I had no idea I could take that. So yeah. that's where I think the biggest growth is going to be is how do you bring people in the community together to the point where they're actually accessing all that technology. It's starting to come and come to a boil here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think a lot of people think that Las Vegas is just really just a tourist centered town, but there's a lot of tech companies here. There's a lot of opportunity here in that industry. So I, I agree with you completely. So Joe, it's been uh, great talking to you as always. If people have questions for you or questions about potentially joining the chamber or just, just wanting to know more about the chamber or even attending a free event, sometimes I know you you mm-hmm. have free events that are out there and available. Can you tell us how people can reach you? And if you have any events coming up, people can uh, potentially um, attend. Yeah, so on December 8th, we're going to have our Board of Trustees installation luncheon. That's usually one of the bigger events in the city for any organization. We have several hundred people at that. It's going to be at the win. So that's something definitely can be checked out on our website at www.vegaschamber.com. And uh, we also have Preview Las Vegas coming up in January and the 18th, and that's going to be at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, so that's going to be a pretty cool opportunity to learn a little bit about the economic forecast of the city, what's happening in the future for the next year. And it uh, should be an interesting one, especially coming out of COVID and where the city and others feel it's going. So yeah. that can also be found on our website. You can reach me at jgreen at vegaschamber.com. And that's J as in Joe, G-R-E-E-N. And uh, yeah, that's the best way to reach me. And uh, if there's any uh, events coming up, they're always put on our calendar about 30 to 45 days out. And we usually have about 150 to 175 events a year. So that means we're going to have you know, a good number each and every month. Great, great. Well, Joe, thank you so much. If you're listening and you want to attend an event or reach out to Joe for questions, please do. Uh, there's, there's a lot of opportunity with the Chamber and there's a lot of things to learn um, through the Chamber as well. So Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate Uh, that. Thank you, Joe. And let's keep in touch. Have a good rest of your evening. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.